Oh, yeah. Backdoor cover. Monday morning edition. September 30th, 2019. Let's go! It Micah. It Brad. It backdoor cover. What happening? What's happening, Micah? Oh, man. Just uh, getting excited, getting ready for a huge Monday nighter. Just kidding. I like that. Bengals and Steelers tonight. That's the less said about that game, the better. How many wins do those teams have? Zero. Oh. I hope they tie. <laughs> uh, but we are not here to talk about the Monday night game. We're here to talk about week four in the National Football League. We're here for winning. That's right. Before we get to all the breakdowns, don't skip ahead because all I'm going to do is tell you about the other programs we have available here on Backdoor Cover. Uh, if you're interested in hearing about college football week five, which was this weekend, listen to our episode we recorded Sunday morning. Uh, that is available in the archives, I guess, on this feed, whatever. Here we are again, knocking one out at, at uh, 7 a.m. on Monday morning. Nobody's working for you this hard uh, first thing in the morning on back, and then backdoor cover. So we're going to talk NFL today. If you want to hear college football, go back and listen to yesterday's episode. Uh, if you want to hear uh, me go on a 32-minute rant about the rules and etiquette of mini golf, then you should subscribe to Mind of Micah. Mind of Micah where I played mini golf this weekend and I almost got in a fight in the parking lot. You do your best work when you rant. Oh, man. That sounds like a good episode. I was yelling so loud during this, so you should check it out. Mind of Micah uh, on mini golf. That's out right now. That that was released first thing this morning at 6 a.m. So, all right, let's, uh, before we get to the games, let's talk about your big takeaway, Brad. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on week four as a whole? So wait, before we jump into all this, mm-hmm. uh, Can't Miss Mitch just sent a uh, a screenshot of text message. This is pretty good stuff here. Are you ready for this? Yeah. If you put 100 down on the eight-team parlay of all underdogs, all underdog outright winners this weekend, Jaguars, Tennessee, Oakland, Carolina, Cleveland, Tampa, New Orleans, Philly, it would pay out $510,849.86. Hmm. That's some wild shit. It's pretty good value, as they say. <laughs> yeah, if you just pick, uh, yeah, picking a How underdog out How did Mitch's algorithm do? Uh, so the ones that I paid attention to, which were the ones that I picked against Mitch's algorithm, all lost. So I know that uh, like three or four of them uh, were winners that I thought would be losers. Oh. Including the Chiefs game. They had the uh, they had the Chiefs not covering. Yeah, Mitch. The Mitch's algorithm is off to a pretty good start. We'll, we'll hear from yeah. Camp Miss Mitch at some point this week. Absolutely. Uh, as well as Brad and I will be back to preview college and football, uh, college and pro football later in the week, as well as with a week to go in uh, baseball. I'm sure we'll probably get tight and high in the studio again uh, as we barrel towards the playoffs. All right, well, let's let's talk let's a little bit about... Let's get to our big takeaways. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, yeah, no, to no, hijack no your problem. stuff. Are you ready to do yours? Uh, yeah, I think I am. Go ahead. Okay. As I mentioned in yesterday's episode, we are now... We are a week, or we are a month into the college football season. We're a month into the pro football season. I said during our college episode, we haven't had a huge upset. We haven't had a huge event that has changed the power structure. The landscape. The landscape is what I was looking That's for. That's the one. And I think you can say the same thing about pro football. Okay. Uh, we're a month in. We haven't had, we've got a bunch of quarterbacks that are out, but. None of them are on major contenders that we expected coming into the season. 
Um, and, you know, the Patriots are undefeated, as we probably expected them to be. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins are fucking terrible, as we expected. Oh, they're the worst. Uh, the they, Chiefs, they have to be the worst team in the league. The Chiefs are, are, are undefeated. And the NFC looks wide open. So, you know, I, Saints operation stay afloat. Still, floating. we'll get to that. But yeah, so I think that's your ten thousand foot overview. Is that after a month, uh, you know, not too much is different. Hopefully, we're at a place now where Antonio Brown will just disappear, and we don't have to hear about him yep. ever again. That's that's my hope. Even though he's on my fantasy team, mm-hmm. I would prefer if if his name was never mentioned again. Uh, as I also mentioned yesterday. The NFL spent all offseason trying to make this year about the 100th year of football, and they spent the first like nine weeks of of uh, talking about football, including you know the preseason and training camp, all about Antonio Brown. So hopefully that is receding. Uh, let's start. Let's start in the, at the AFC. Uh, the Chiefs and Patriots, the two teams we expected to be right there, one um, A, one B, who played in the AFC Championship last year. They're back, and they're both four and zero. I think they're the only two four and zero teams in the league at this point. Am I? I think that's right. Um, Let's see. The there is a three and zero team uh, who's on bye this week. There's a lot of zero and fours, but no four and zeros. The 49ers are three and zero, but they are on bye. Right. So I think those are the only two four and zero teams. Um, the Pats got past the Bills yesterday. Uh, the Bills quarterback Josh Allen left, I believe, in the co- concussion protocol. They were dead when Matt Barkley came in the game. Uh, but that being said, they had the ball several times in the fourth quarter, trailing by only six. And, and if they could have put a drive together, they could have won that game at home. However, I mean, Matt Barkley is trash. Yeah, this kind of plays towards my my big takeaway, which is early season success revolves around defense. And and like in this, this as for instance, the Bills, they've got really great defense. Their offense you know, sputters at times, but plays well at others. It carries you long enough for your team to kind of get in sync, get the 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 kind of like momentum going where they can score points regularly. So seems like all the success is coming around defensive teams. That was how Green Bay was until they shit the bed Thursday night. It's that kind of stuff. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, the Pats, uh, the Pats defense looks incredible. They yes. they did not give up a touchdown. It's the longest until the third quarter. Uh, and they did not give up touchdowns in any of the the first three games in defensive touchdowns. They did throw pick six at one point with a backup quarterback, and it was the longest stretch to open a season in in the Super Bowl era. Yeah, so fifty plus years, really impressive by the Pats. They they hung on, they won the game, and so they deserve the credit. Uh, Buffalo was right there, but Patriots are three or four and zero. Buffalo's three and one, and I have a prediction, Brad. What is it? I wish I had a breaking news sounder. I don't know how breaking news this is, but I, I believe the pill the Bills will make the playoffs because they get to play Buffalo twice. They get to play the Jets again. Wait, so wait, wait. Bills are Buffalo. You mean uh, Miami? Oh, they get to play Miami yeah, twice. I'm I sorry. figured that's what you meant. They get Miami twice. They get the the Jets again. That's that's three more wins. They've already got three. All they got to do is probably get to ten. Let's take a look at that record. But uh, it, it, well, we don't really need to forecast the Bills season, but. The Bills are okay. Their defense is good. They got uh, the Josh Allen is, is is a capable quarterback. Matt Barkley is terrible. They have a terrible Oh, they got the Redskins They've too. Got That's the another Steelers. Win. That's They're going to they're going to be fine. They got the Broncos. Yeah, they got lots of uh, winnable games on their schedule. I think let's uh, let's well we'll get to the Broncos later because they are my Lisa Mattress bed shitter of the Ooh. week, but we'll and and I am too, but we'll get to that. Uh, you you shit the bed? 
Yeah, I okay. was. I said we'll that, get there. I said that Denver that Denver game might be interesting because it could be in a blizzard, <laughs> and it was like eighty nine degrees at kickoff. So I, I saw that, and just sunny as it could be. All right, let's talk about some of the other early games. Uh, Titans twenty four, Falcons ten. Uh, here's a takeaway: Falcons aren't very good. Yeah, I that was my thought as well, and I've been using that as reasons to bet against teams that have beat the Falcons, including uh, the Eagles. That was well, not the Eagles a good idea. got beat by the Falcons. That's what, that's what I'm saying. The fa- yeah. That's why I bet against the Eagles on Thursday night, and then the Eagles came out and played great yeah. football. So, yeah, interesting. The Falcons lose at home 24-10. That, that's ugly. Matt Ryan threw for 397 yards, but uh, there were some big numbers for losing quarterbacks this week, but we'll get to that. A lot of picks this week. Lots of picks. Uh, the Titans are 2-2, two and two, and that's perfect because they are perfectly mediocre. They That that team screams 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah, they... <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it's I mean, Mariota? They're, they're trick or treat. He looked good yesterday, but, but he also looks good one week and looks terrible. There's the next. a trick or treat, like the face of your mask, right? They there. made some plays down the field yesterday, which if they do, they're pretty good. They've got a solid defense. I've got a great running game. Derrick Henry had 100 yards on 27 carries. They're just going to hand him the football, uh, but not not too inspiring. We'll we'll move on. Those two teams are basically dead. Like neither of those are contenders. So we'll just continue. Let's. Uh, we talked about the Pats. Chiefs, 34, Lions 30 in Detroit. Uh, as I mentioned, the Lions are good at not losing the game until they lose it. This is their you first loss. You mean keeping it close? Yeah, but not making mistakes that automatically lose you the game. They don't turn the ball over in the red zone. This is the one thing that... The Bill Belichick school the of thought. The Bill Belichick school of, of thought that... Um, what's the name of their head coach with a terrible beard? Patricia. Uh, Patricia. It's the one thing that he's sort of actually executing the Belichick playbook is Mm -hmm. that they have not lost these games. They are playing not to lose first. You can't win until you not lose. That's something that Belichick I think that's a good first step if you're kind of building a franchise, like if that's the thing you need to instill first. But that's a tough loss. Uh, 2-1-1 to the Lions. Chiefs moved to 4-0. The Chiefs are who we thought they are. You know what shocked me the most about this game? They played in a dome. It was the first time in Mahomes' professional career to play in a dome. There's no wind influence. we were expecting for him to come out and like really sling it and like have be kind of like let go, like let loose. And uh, yeah, he didn't. I mean, he he threw the ball well. He threw for three hundred fifteen yards, but no touchdowns. Um, Twenty four for forty two, not a great percentage. No, uh, I was expecting him to come out and just carve these dudes apart, and that was not the case. Yeah, I think that the loss of Tyreek um, is starting to hurt them. A I little mean, bit. eventually it's going to catch up to you when like your star like receiving cores are like. Dude's name B Pringle and shit like yeah like, you know what I, mean? I mean they're really they're doing really well with a bunch of castoffs I mean Sammy Watkins has been on fifteen different teams and he's leading the league and receiving coming into week four uh, he did not have a great game yesterday but that being said the Chiefs get the win thirty four thirty they got the ball back late in the game uh, trailing and there was just no doubt they were going to go down the field and score they like score. this guy is he's magic man he's He's right there with the, with the. I mean, name your guy, Manning, Brady, Elway, whoever it is at the end of the game. When you see him get the ball, like Roethlisberger, there you just know that he's going to go down the field and score. Yeah, and so you've got to play the game differently. You've got to play like we've got to let him score and get the ball back. You got to start using your timeouts. You got to. There's just so much that I see on in these NFL games where these teams just don't understand what they you know what they're up against they don't they don't 
plan for worst case scenario. Yeah. And we'll talk about the fucking Cowboys in the end of that game yesterday. Okay. Um, but Chiefs improved to 4-0. Patriots are 4-0. Before we leave the Chiefs. We're right there. One other point I wanted to make with Mahomes. He's gotten to the point where he, he reminds me of players that play the game differently than anyone you've watched play previously. Like, kind of like how the Greek freak in the NBA is playing. Uh-huh. Like, just kind of like a level above physically and, in, in like, in terms of creativity and kind of how they play the game. It, like, you look at it and you're like, that's not how this game is normally played. When when Mahomes has a ball, when he's slinging it and when he's really on, like, it's just a different kind of, of athleticism and physicality. And, I mean, it doesn't say, that doesn't mean you can't, like, compete with it, but it's just uh, it really, like, a, a physical, interesting cool thing to watch so that's no, it's all. true it's true he reminds me of sort of peak aaron Rodgers, but yeah more elusive yeah. aaron Rodgers was really good at not getting sacked mm-hmm. uh but not necessarily like i mean he's a great athlete all these dudes are great athletes but not necessarily being dangerous with his feet he mm-hmm. was always great at picking up a first down mahomes is like 20 percent better with his feet and he's got a bigger arm, which is crazy. Right. And and if you went back in time and you watched Aaron Rodgers three, four, five years ago, whenever they went on that Super Bowl run, and some of the other years he's had, I always said that no one in the history of, the, of football is a was playing better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers at his peak. Like just the the plays that he made, he was. Now, granted, there are guys with better careers, and there are guys. You're just that, talking about this peak. Piece like, of his he career. was the most unstoppable quarterback I had ever seen. Sure. And Mahomes is is him plus he's, in that he's class. got ten percent bigger arm, which is crazy, or twenty percent, and yeah. he's twenty five percent better with his feet. I'm just adding he's numbers young, now. Man. I, st- I sound like Scott Snyder. But <laughs> uh he's incredible. The things that he does, and you just expect him to make the plays. And yeah. uh and they do have good weapons. And especially if they I mean if Tyreek Hill comes back and they can oh, get back to full great, strength, man. I mean it's a scary, scary scene. Just in case you were wondering, Patriots and Chiefs play in Foxborough in week 14. So oh. December 8th. So that could be your uh, your home field advantage ball. I mean, looking forward for the Chiefs, they face the Colts, who will get to them. They, they're, they're, this is a wasted season. Jacoby Brissett isn't good enough. Uh, then they host the Texans. So they have two more home games. The Texans... Uh, also they might be bed shitters losing at home yesterday. We'll get to them in a moment. Uh, they go to Denver. They get the Packers. So their schedule's not that easy, but we'll see what happens with the Chiefs uh, moving forward. But they're 4-0, and they look 4-0. They look, look to be awfully good. Awfully good. The Raiders. Let's talk about the Colts. The Raiders. Oakland goes to uh, Indy and beats the Colts 31-24. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch this game. So I don't know exactly what happened, but... This shocked me because the, the Colts Raiders, have been so good. I mean, the Raiders just sort of stomped them. They were up uh, twenty-four to ten. They were up twenty-one to to ten and a half, and then kicked another field goal. Like they just boat raced them, basically. Well, and the, the thing that's been so good about the Colts is their offensive line, their steady run game. You know, like the the things that yeah. you can rely Ryan on. Mack so had a even game. exactly or eleven carries for thirty-nine yards, nothing. Uh, Brissett had to throw forty-six balls. That's trouble. Um. Yeah, it just seems like however the however Gruden did it, he got them out of their like their game plan and uh, what's been working for them. Exactly. It seems that. Well, here's my big takeaway. Okay. Jacoby Brissett isn't an NFL starter. You don't think so? No, he's just not good enough. And and when they're behind and they have to throw, they can't win. 
They can't win. When they can just run and and make and you can get him going on play action, he can make a couple plays, and Marlon Mack's a pretty good back, and they they can do that, and they've got a, a, a solid defense. When they get behind, Jacoby Brissett has to play and throw the ball 46 times. They're not going to win. They have a 0% chance of winning. See, I'm not so sure. I mean, I'm not saying that if they rely only on him, they're going to win games. But I think that he's as good as half of the league that's starting at quarterback this year. I disagree. Right at this very moment? Yeah, he's a bottom 10 quarterback. You think so, huh? Yeah. Mm. But... And, and I mean, it's not his fault, and it's not Indy's fault. I mean, the guy was he, signed he threw to be a for two sixty-five, three touchdowns and a pick. Twenty-four for forty-six isn't very accurate. That's, like, that's the fact. Those are losing numbers. You uh, look across the, the uh, across the box score though. Derek Carr twenty-one for thirty-one for one hundred and eighty-nine yards. Like the Raiders have won two games. They're yeah. sitting there two and two. So give Gruden some credit. That um, Jacobs kid out of uh, I think he's out of Alabama has been really good yeah, at running Josh back. Jacobs. I will say this: the Raiders and Gruden traditionally. Uh, historically, has been really good uh, preparing for teams when he knows what they're going to do defensively. Huh? The Colts are because that's his thing, right? Yeah. It, when the Colts are the Colts play very vanilla on defense. They 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 play a lot of bend but don't break, but they just play a conservative. Yeah. You know exactly what you're going to get from them. When when Gruden has time to prepare for them tr- uh, for a situation like that, traditionally his teams do very well. On offense they, or on, what? On offense. Which is interesting because he's a defensive-minded coach. This is kind of that thing we were talking about with Tony Romo last year where he can kind of predict plays. Would that make him a great defensive schemer because he can anticipate what offenses yeah. are going to do? Is that what John Gruden is doing because he's such a great defensive mind? When can they, he, yeah. And, and I mean, we'll, we will see. The problem is they face the Bears next week, which is one of the most, um, and we'll get to the Bears in a Oof. second. But the Bears have one of the, the best schemes in football and players well on defense yeah that's but, what i'm saying but even on offense like the rate the raiders the raiders will have a hard time uh defending the bears next week is my prediction really but we'll get to that so raiders improved to two and two colts are two and two i mean the ceiling for the colts is eight and eight they're a mediocre team with that's a terrible right. quarterback and the raiders period. have already over and the raiders <laughs> yeah, from the raiders expected, ceiling right? is eight and eight so we should probably move on to teams they've won two games matter. and both of them i didn't expect them to win the Chargers uh, in AFC West improved to two and two. They beat. They get healthy. The uh, trash is defeating team the, the Dolphins. Who this game was ten to ten for a while, and then they uh, outscored them twenty to ten and won the game thirty to ten in Miami. There's like fourteen people in the stands. Uh, Philip Rivers had twenty four for thirty, three ten and two touches. Austin Eckler. I uh, had another big fantasy day. Sixteen carries for sixty yards and a touchdown. I think he had a, a receiving he had a bunch score of receiving too. yards too. Yeah, he had thirty plus fantasy points. Uh, Melvin Gordon's probably like, oh my god, what have I done? I don't know if he actually got in the game yesterday or not, but he was uh, he was active. Uh, I saw before the game that he they was, said only if they were was expecting an emergency. emergency duty. Yeah, there's no such thing as emergency duty versus yeah against the, the Dolphins. Dolphins, yeah, he's not in the box score, so I would imagine he didn't get in the game. Yeah, uh, we'll talk about somebody who did get in the game. Dwayne Haskins uh, played for the 0-4 Redskins. At quarterback. At quarterback. He got in the game, I think, in the late in the second quarter. They benched Case Keenum. Coach's the decision. Giants stomped the fuck out of the Redskins. 24-3. Without Saquon. Daniel Jones is just... I mean, Daniel Jones should just... I mean, I don't, I don't know what... Do you I think don't he should know. retire? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> He's at his peak? Maybe. I, yeah, I'd sell I'd sell all my Daniel jo- Jones stock right now. It's at an all-time high. He should definitely fire his girlfriend. 
Oh, uh, is she uh, no good? I don't know who she is. If she he, can't be this good? She can't be as good as he <laughs> is right now. His stock is much higher than she is. No offense. I, I don't know who she is. I'm sure she's a, a wonderful girl. He should be on the market right now. Daniel Jones should just be running through models and and just living. If she went to Duke, she's probably not a not a, not not on the beauty spectrum. As oh, a, I wouldn't say as that. the supermodels sure that are in New York. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she's a beautiful woman. And I, I'm hey, sure I'm she's not, smart. And, I'm just and saying. Lovely. I'm just saying. She she can't. There's an upgrade available to Daniel Jones. That's all I'm saying. Maybe five of them at once. Yeah, that's correct. Anyhow, twenty-four to three. Um, the Redskins are terrible. I'm surprised. Uh, we're recording this as I mentioned about what seven a.m. Uh, Monday morning, and I would expect Jay Gruden to be fired today. You think so? I, I mean, I don't know. They I, either this week or next week. Apparently, they have another game next week. I think they play the Patriots next week, and yeah. then they have a bye week. So the lone so, bright spot from the Washington team is uh, that rookie Terry McLaren. Uh, receiver, uh, young receiver, rookie there receiver. There are no bright spots. Well, Brett. he was uh, he was out for the game. Like, like get, that was the only thing that was even interesting about watching them play, and he wasn't even in the game. So there's a whole lot of darkness around the Redskins, and if you get blown out by a, a, a legitimately terrible New York team, yeah, you probably on the hot seat. Yeah, they're in, they're in trouble. They face the Patriots next week, so that'll be pleasant. Either you fire them this week, or you wait for them to get their nuts stomped. You know, you don't want to put your interim into the Patriots. I think they wait. Yeah, I think you wait one week. <laughs> you don't want to put them in. And then they have first game. They have the Dolphins the week after that. So maybe you bring That's a, a new coach it. and you let him win his first game or have a shot. That's at the it. Philip Fulmer move. Wait till the easy no, part Phil of the Fuller schedule. Philip Fulmer just wants to fire fire everybody Did and make himself. You head read coach. that whole article though. He's waiting until they hit the very back end of the schedule when it's real easy, and then he's going to come he'll coach. make himself head yeah. coach. Yeah. Um, yeah. The tough with no more time. On Jay Gruden and the Redskins. Good night, sweet Rest friends. in peace. Yeah. yeah. Good luck against the Patriots, loser. Um, <laughs> I bet there's a job at uh, uh, the um, Raiders that you could get. That's probably true. The Giants uh, sit two and two now. They're still not contenders, but uh, at least they've got something to be happy about. That's right. They're so bitter in New York. Like they need a little bit of something to brighten their sunshine. Well, imagine if you're a New York sports I, fan. No, geez. Either a Jet so or, dark. Jet or Giants fan. Jet especially is dark, but. If you're a Jet or, or a Giants fan and you're a Knicks fan and you're a Mets fan. At least you got Brooklyn coming around. Oof. Yeah, well, for a while. Unless Kyrie nukes him, which is possible. <sighs> that's, that's true. Um, yeah, nukes him flat as the earth. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Ravens lose at home to the Browns 40-25. to 25. I will say that I was loud wrong about this one. Loud wrong about this one. I Paint saw me surprised. And the Ravens now sit at two and two with losses, uh, two in a row, one to the Chiefs. No shame in that. Uh, this loss at home to the Browns is tough, and it makes you wonder: Are the Ravens any good? I don't think this is an indication that they're not. Good. After week two, there was a top tier of, of undefeated teams, and I was has. I'll just say this: I'll toot my own horn. If you go back and listen, yes, no one's going back to listen, but that's okay. You can go ahead and tell us. I was saying that I would not put the Ravens in the the group of top elite teams. After week two, even though they were two and zero, and I, I believe that I was justified in that position. Uh, this is a tough loss. I mean, the the Browns look great in the second half. They scored thirty in the second half. Uh, Baker went twenty for thirty with three forty two and a touch. Nick Chubb looked incredibly. That's I think it was deal, an eighty nine yard touchdown. Uh, twenty carries, one sixty five, and three scores. Uh, what's his name? 
Beckham only caught one ball, I think, for three yards. Yeah, he did he nothing. Played, he caught and two for 20. And they still put up 40 points. Oh, two for 20. But who cares? Jarvis Landry had a big day. But he went out with a concussion. In the this third. is a very impressive win for, for Cleveland. Perhaps the most impressive win in the Bank era. Year, well, I would say they haven't had many wins in the last five years. They had a couple last year. Yeah, but none is as impressive as this. That's certainly the case. And, I mean, I don't know the last time they beat a legit contender in, in the regular season right. in a meaningful game. So, uh, as we mentioned before, if the Browns would have lost this game, going 1-3, and three, they were in big trouble. Projecting forward, they've got the Steelers next and the Bengals after that, so they should be back on track after you know the next couple of weeks, the uh, uh, Browns do. So they should be they should be okay if Cleveland might be okay. Yeah. All right, moving on to our Lisa Bedshitters of the Week. Ooh. Your Houston Texans who lose to a backup quarterback and the uh the Carolina Panthers improved to two and zero without Cam Newton and two and two overall. Houston falls to two and two, final score sixteen to ten. Kyle Allen, a backup quarterback, a guy who couldn't cut out at Texas A and M. Uh, That's not really fair though. Neither could Kyler Murray. Well, he, well, whatever. <laughs> okay. If you're Texas whatever. A&M, he you comes, have to be kicking comes, yourself in the crotch right now. He comes into Houston and beats the Texans. Let me tell you this, though. If you're Texas A&M and you had Kyler Murray transfer away, you had this guy transfer away, what did they keep Kenny Trill in, instead of those dudes? He transferred away. He too. transferred away. Like You've got like four guys in the league right now that transferred out of your school. You could have had some pretty good talent. Anyways, yeah. go ahead. With Christian your... McCaffrey is a bad man. I mean, he's legit the best. He's the best, uh, or he's in the conversation for best offensive player in the league, especially like non-quarterback, running back kind of guy. Okay. I mean, he's not as talented as Zeke. Well, but he no, is he's so not. explosive, man. It's amazing. He's been durable. He's never missed a game that I know of. Um, he seems co- he 27 just looks carries, compact, he? 97 yards and a touch. So he's a workhorse, too. He also caught 10 balls for 86 yards. I mean, he is a stud. He looks built for like durability. Like he looks real compact and small yeah. and hard to hit. He, he he looks the part though. He's shifty, uh, great fundamentals. Just kidding, because he's a white guy. Yeah, that was good. He uh, he's got a real. Um, he's like a coach on the field. Real yeah, for the game. Yeah, he runs routes really good. Yeah. Well, Anyways, just kidding. Sixteen to ten. This is brutal for the Texans. And you know what else is brutal, Brad? What's that? Buying a mattress anywhere other than Lisa.com slash BDC. And if you've shot the bed, you should check it out because you yeah. can get a new one. Yeah, now's the time to get yourself a Lisa. Lisa.com slash BDC. You guys know all about Lisa mattresses. Lisa mattresses are the best damn mattresses in the world. They get shipped directly to your door uh, for free. It's a free shipping. Plus, you get a 100-night free trial. So if you don't like it, just ship it back. And guess what, Brad? What's that? I don't know if you knew this. There's a brand-new Lisa mattress. I heard about this recently. For more than several years, Lisa's been a partner of ours for a couple years now. And uh, they started with the original Lisa mattress, which is a uh, foam, foam-based foam mattress. It's tremendous. Right now, if you go to lisa.com slash BDC, you can save 280 bucks because you get a free pillow. On that Lisa mattress, that's the sort of the 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 standard. What Brad and I sleep on, which we used to call, is the Lisa Hybrid mattress, which is a uh, mix of foam and springs. Yeah, you parlay those two. You can uh, save big money on that as well when you go to Lisa.com/slash/bdc automatic. And the newest product, the Lisa Legend mattress, you can save up to three hundred thirty dollars when you shop Legend 
at lisa.com slash bdc. I think I had to get one of those. This is a dual hybrid pocket spring system, the first of its kind to be compressed in a box. Double hybrid? And the luxury natural covers made from organic cotton and Murano wood for an elevated sleeping uh, experience. Jeez. Hypoallergenic, made with recycled materials, free home in, uh, free in-home delivery, and of course, as you know, Lisa donates one mattress for every 10 they sell to charity. So there's 33,000 Americans that are sleeping on a mattress that otherwise wouldn't be. It's an all-American product. Do not sleep on Lisa Mattress. Lisa.com nice. slash BDC. Get that 100-night risk-free trial. You got nothing to lose. All right, let's talk about someone who did lose. The Texans, just fucking pathetic. Oy. They just, this is like the most Bill O'Brien game possible. You think so, huh? They they lose these games they can't lose, and they done, they've done it again here. Uh, they fall to two and two. Thankfully, the, the rest of their division... Uh, looks a little sketchy at this point. Um, we we talked about how Indy's not a real contender. Uh, who else is in that division that's now escaping? The, the Titans are two and two as right. well. They're they're mediocre, and uh, you know, and, and you've got uh, Jacksonville who's two and two. So all four teams in that division are now two and two, playing with a backup quarterback. We'll get to them in a moment, but this is a real chance for the Texans to to dominate. Or to, to really take a big step ahead in the in the division, they shit the bet at home. You can't lose to a backup quarterback at home. They couldn't protect Watson. He was sacked six times for thirty two yards. They're they're going to ruin that guy. They're they, going to ruin him. He, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's, he's going to get. He's going to get Andrew Lucked. Where yes. the guy's just going to. He's going to be too beat up. Yeah, same thing they did to Carr when they were in Houston. Yeah, too many well, sacks makes for not a productive uh, environment. So. I mean, I'm just, if you're a Texans fan, you've got to just be furious. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I agree. You, they, you can't really be anything but furious when you lose to a sputtering Carolina team, which is no longer sputtering. Now they're kind of full pistons ahead. But I mean, Cam's out here making YouTube videos. Meanwhile, they're 2-0 and without him. With his little uh, shawl on his head, whatever that thing is, his, his handkerchief So head. weird. I don't even want to get into that. He is an odd duck. Let's talk about another team that's full of odd ducks, or at least led by an odd duck. Mm. Jameis Winston and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hang 55 on the Rams in L.A. Good Lord. 55 to 40. They almost Jameis scored 100 Winston, points in this game. I mean, if you were a Jameis Winston fantasy owner, which nobody is at this point, but over the years people have been, I guess people are again. I don't know. He's on Neil's bench. It's just such league. a fucking roller coaster. And the guy does it again. Uh, Jared Goff. If he's on your fantasy team, 45 of 68. 68 passes. For 517 and two touchdowns. I think it's like the fourth most passes ever in an NFL game. It's like the night for a starting pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Really Call in relief. 68 throws for Jared Goff. 55 to 40. He threw for 517 yards. Goff did. Winston, 385, four touchdowns and a pick. This game had offense. This was your fantasy, daily fantasy Lock of the week. If you had any players oh, on either of these teams, you got pay dirt for days. Although, except for Gurley, had 16 rushing yards, but two touchdowns. And then the last play that really, uh, and Dominican Sue, I don't know if he forced the fumble, but he picked it up from Jared Goff, runs it back for a touchdown to slam the door and put this thing away. This is, the Rams have issues. And this goes back to what we mentioned at the top. The NFC is wide open. There is no team. Uh, the Rams... The Rams are are well coached, and they make enough plays, and they've got some. They've got a lot of talent, but I don't know how you give up forty points. And they, I mean, 
55. To, to, to the Buccaneers are 55. I'm sorry. And, yeah. and this is a good defense. Like, week in and week out, they're among the elite defensive units in the league, and they just got absolutely slaughtered today. Yeah. Yesterday, I should say. Yeah, Jameis Winston all of a sudden looks like, you know, peak Peyton Manning slinging <laughs> the ball around 55 points. This is a concern for the Rams, uh, and the Rams have barely won a couple games so far this year. They sit there in 3-1. and one. They're in a pretty good spot in their division uh, with, I mean, the Seahawks are also 3-1, and one, who defeated the Cardinals, uh, you know, there were nine. There were ninety-five points scored in this game and less than a hundred yards rushing between the two teams combined. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Welcome to the future. <laughs> Welcome to the future. Uh, yeah, almost nine hundred yards passing though. Uh, mo- moving on in in the division, Seahawks twenty-seven, Cardinals ten. Not a whole lot to say about this other than the Seahawks uh, look like a professional football team in the in, the, in every sense of the word. Uh, Jadavian Clowney looked great. He's made a difference. He had a uh, pick six. And looks like the fastest dude on the field. If you saw this play, which he is, is crazy, the fastest per size. Per size, like so, if you had a. Uh, oh yeah, he's such a freak. Uh, Kyler Murray looked like a rookie. Twenty-two for thirty-two and a pick. Uh, Chris Carson run, ran the ball effectively for the, the Hawks. Twenty-two carries for one hundred and four yards. David Johnson had eight catches for ninety-nine yards uh, in a losing effort. The Cardinals just aren't very good. Russell and, Wilson plays good at the Cardinal Stadium. Every single time. No, he did and he it went again. 22 for 28 for 240 in a touch. Like He's just reliable. He's old reliable. You can count on him, especially against a young team like the Cardinals. Seahawks and Rams, both 3-1 and one in the division, uh, are in that same division, I should say. So uh, we will, we shall see. Uh, 49ers are 3-0 and in the division on the bye week, as we mentioned earlier. So there should be some interesting stuff coming out. Yeah, the NFC West looks interesting. The Cardinals aren't very good. We'll yeah. leave it at that. And, and I, you know... I said last week the goal for them should be to win four games. That's looking tougher and tougher when you just look at the the other teams mm. they're facing here. The Bears. This is a game I want to talk about. This was the about. shocker of the day for me. It was. I, I had the Vikings coming in and handling these dudes, especially if Trubisky was going to go out with injury. Like I thought that the Vikings defense was going to be superior to the Trubisky matchup uh, as opposed to the Bears defense versus um, Kirk Cousins. Not so much. That Bears defense is unbelievable. Oh Bears win gosh. this game sixteen to six. They were up sixteen to nothing for most of the game. Uh, Vikings got a late touchdown, went for two, and failed. Kirk Cousins just looked miserable. Twenty-seven for thirty-six. That that doesn't look terrible for twenty two hundred thirty-three yards. But that Bears defense is just killing him. How and many if, times did he sack him? Does it show if there? you look at the Vikings and you look at and he also had a, I know at least one fumble lost. Yeah, uh, to Khalil Mack, who's just unbelievable. He was sacked six times. I mean, come That's on. That's a lot of times. If you look at the Vikings and you look at the Rams, you've got two teams with quarterbacks that are paid, like top five elite quarterback paid, yeah. and can't get it done. And this is a problem. Jared Goff can can be, he, he took a team to the Super Bowl, but over his last like seven or eight games, he's been pretty miserable, very average. Yeah. And... And now he's paid the top the top played top paid player in football, and you have Kirk Cousins who is full of guaranteed money, who isn't a game, like he's not a perfect player, and this is a problem. And and I worry about it as a Cowboys fan because we're, I'm sure we're going to make Dak the highest paid player in the history of. Um, You'd think Dak's football. not uh, more reliable than these fellas. He's more he reliable. Is. I think he's more consistent. Yes, we'll get to the Cowboys in a minute, but okay. he's not a perfect. A perfect quarterback, and when you're paying big, the big, top big dollar. top dollar money for guys, they that, better be playing like Tom Brady. 
you've got that's right. If if you if you're paying a guy like Peyton Manning or, or Aaron Rodgers and he's not Aaron Rodgers, uh, and the defense and he's got a weakness that the defense can exploit, you're in trouble. And and Kirk Cousins has not looked good uh this season and Jared Goff has not looked good over the last eight, seven or eight games. And both these teams are, you know, your depth, oh, the whole thing. The Vikings, though, this is a dispiriting loss. Mm. The Bears uh, looked brutal. Or, I mean, on defense, they yes. are, they are, they are scary, as we knew. But Khalil Mack is is just a freak. I mean, he's the best player in football, I think, defensively. Uh, him and Aaron Donald might fight over that, and I, that's a fight I'd like to see because Aaron Donald is a scary, scary human being with a shirt off. But it caused earthquakes. Khalil Mack is is scary and really good. And this defense is good enough. And and let me say this. I've said it before. The Bears now improved to 3-1, and one, by the way. They're better with Chase Daniel. You think so? There I said it. You've said it once before. And just said for it. the 10 millionth time, it's not Chase Daniels. It's Chase Daniel. There is no S. Okay. The the CBS broadcast team got it wrong at halftime. Phil, Phil, uh, Phil Sims kept saying Daniels. Mm-hmm. And then they put up like a graphic in the second half, and it said Daniels. Oh, like, why? How can you get the graphic wrong? Those people can't get it. I understand you're the announcers. You're saying, like, yeah. Daniels looks good. Like, that. okay, it can kind of slip. When you're writing his name down, you can't put an S at the end. Chase Daniel, though, here's the thing about Chase. Chase doesn't have a huge arm. He's not going to – he's not. He's fairly he's mobile, but he is very accurate. He's accurate, and he leads. People, people follow his leadership. Well, we shall see. But well, he, he did at Missouri, at least. Uh, that was a long time ago. That was back in the day. We but were there. Is, the one thing we know about him is he is an accurate quarterback, and and they are probably Matt Nagy is a great. Uh, he's a very creative play caller. Yes, he puts them in in creative positions. Certainly, the plays they've got tricky things. They their formations are are creative. All those things they haven't been able to run all that because Trubisky's been terrible, and with. With Chipotle Chase at the helm, uh, they go to London this week to face Oakland, and I'm just going to put it out there right now. It's my lock of the week. I don't yeah. even know what the number is. Uh, the Bears are going to stomp out Oakland in London. You'd think the number would be favorable with Chase at, at quarterback, and yeah, you honestly, might, they you might probably get some are better. Value. They really seem to be better with him. So, so we'll see. I think that's a good check. The Bears choice. sit 3-1. and one. They're looking pretty strong. I, I mean, I also I love Chase Daniel, and I think he's better than Mitch Trubisky. I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with either one of them. That's and I think fair that's to say. a problem for them. So, um, you know, their ceiling isn't there. I just don't know how high their ceiling is. Um, but the NFC does look wide open. That's a team. I, the Bears can win twelve or thirteen games. Certainly, they sit there with at that thir- defense at three and one. That that defense will win you ten games on its own. Seems like it, doesn't it? If Trubisky they just did can, yesterday, you know, if Trubisky comes back healthy and can win a game or two uh, with his arm, you know. You've got a you're you've got a team that can be dangerous. Uh, the other game, the other afternoon game, the Jaguars defeated the Broncos. Here's this game a, was awesome. This is another bed shitter of the week. Uh, 24-26, Jags win in Denver, formerly one of the hardest places to play. Flacco, uh, twenty two for thirty eight, three hundred three and three scores. Minshew, Minshew is unbelievable. This dude is he looks like Michael Vick. He's just like eluding. I, I can't believe it. I hope he's not. He doesn't hurt. have any His speed. Leg. Michael Vick is a bad comparison, but right. like the way he avoids getting hit, it's like Aaron Rodgers or something. He's and got a presence of the he's pocket. Very shifty. Yeah. And I, if you're a Jaguars fan and you've now given, uh, I mean, this guy looks like an NFL starter, and you've given Nick Foles tons of money, 
and he's going to come back. And I, I don't know if he's I don't better. know if you're better off just sticking with Minshew. I don't know how you got to trade Nick Foles at this point. He's I got guess. value. Yeah. Um. I. The thing is, Minshew took a shot to the leg at the very end of the game. He was limping around when he was celebrating that field goal. Hopefully, it's just a little bit of a tweak or something. But um. That would be a real shame because he's been probably the bright spot. He's been a great story. Of the storylines, right? Watch. Like he's been one of the the fun things to watch. He's got that crazy mustache. He wears his shirt unbuttoned to his belly button. He's a wild ass dude. Yeah, and the Jags improved to two and two, and the team that we all thought was dead now sitting two and two and tied first place in their division. And Leonard Fournette came out and was a beast again. He hasn't looked good in a carries, long time. Two twenty five. He was busting out long runs. He looked. He looked like he played at LSU. And and what they did yesterday, they put a fucking fullback back there. Yeah. And just said, let's run LSU's offense and just hand it to this fucking guy. At the and end, they uh, stomped the Broncos out. Right before which is they not kicked, what you want. Right before they kicked that field goal, they were kind of like fighting with the uh, Denver team, like the offensive line was. Yeah. And Leonard went out there and looked at this offensive lineman who's like six foot eight, four hundred pounds in the face, and like was like, I will fucking knock you out. And the guy shut the fuck up. And that's something you want to see, like. Yeah, a six foot two, two hundred twenty guy pound guy. Like, you're like okay, that was right. great strategy by the Broncos. Uh, Try to get him. If this is right, uh, let me penalty the picture just in yeah. case you you miss this. Uh, the Jaguars are lining up for the game winning field goal, uh, and a Denver guy just start fucking with one of the dudes from the Jaguars, trying one of their offensive linemen. Yeah. They're like sort of emotional leader. And was like trying to shove him and fuck with him and just hoping that the guy was going to respond and they could get a 15 yard penalty against him. Right. And he was going crazy. He lost Luckily, his mind. a few Jaguars were like holding him back, but he was losing it. And this is as the clock is ticking down from 20 to 15 to, to five right yes. before they call the timeout to kick the extra, the, the game winning field goal. And he came over to the sideline and that's when Leonard got Leonard him. Fournette just got in his face and <laughs> he shut the fuck whew. up. Yeah, Leonard's I mean, scary, you think Leonard's man. Scary, you think Leonard was afraid of a 350-pound offensive lineman? He's afraid of no man. He was ready to choke And he bitch. ran like he was afraid of no man yesterday. He looked good, didn't he? Impressive. Happy to see it. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders had five catches for 104 yards. I, I, I'm not Again, I don't know exactly when, uh, when uh, our man Drew Locke is eligible, but you have to the, – the Broncos At some stink. point, you got to start Zero working your four. future. Yeah. Uh, Vic Fangio, 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 I don't know Fangio. what the guy's name is. He, he hasn't won a game yet, and uh, he's been a career assistant. He's now the head coach in Denver, and they just can't catch a break. Although, it's not that they're losing breaks. They're just losing these games. They're not doing good jobs at the end of the game, and they, they did again. They lose at home to the Jaguars. Of course, I'm. they were also ahead uh, pretty big in this game, and they blew it. You're so, talking about Denver. Yeah. Yeah, they got up big. They were up 17-6 to six at halftime, and then they lose really that blew game it, at didn't home. They? Uh, I should also mention that I blew it because I said there might be a two-foot storm in Denver and, and kickoff again was like 87 degrees. So Hey, you put yourself out there. It's okay. It happens. Sometimes you shit the bed. Thank you. Let's go to the Sunday nighter. Um, Ooh, this one's tough for you, huh? Saints 12, Cowboys 10. Defensive battle here. A defensive ba- uh, battle indeed. Uh, Teddy Two Gloves does just enough. Did you see all the graphics they kept showing about how he can't throw it past 15 yards? They're like, he's nine for whatever uh, within 15 yards. Beyond 15 yards, he has not completed a pass in his career or this year, whatever. It was like not very inspiring, but Operation Stay Afloat continues. That's right. 2-0 in Operation Stay Afloat. And uh, 
I love all the shots of Drew Brees. Just like, just please, just keep us afloat. He ran out there with this to celebrate, and he started whacking the guy on the helmet with his broke thumb, and I was like, Drew, Drew, stop. He's zero percent afraid of losing his job, which is always great too. He's like, and just keep us afloat. Uh, Twelve to ten. The Saints' defense looks good. Uh, they've got some real players, man. A bunch of Ohio State kids on that uh, that defensive unit, uh, which generally speaks well for talent. Alvin Kamara played great. 17 carries for good 69 Lord, yards. He he's so good. I he, mean, his balance so is just dangerous. otherworldly. He's one of the few guys where every time he touches the ball, you're like, oh, he could go. I mean, he could not have either foot on the ground and somehow catch his balance and start going. Like, he's he just seems so like the balanced. Kind of guy, like, he, he, he's got great forward lean, too. Yes. Like, he makes, like, there's a very small hole and he falls forward and gets seven and yards. like four people are holding on to his shoes and he pulls a leg through while he's like in a dead sprint and just continues it's he is really he's incredible. a great player incredible uh, michael player. thomas is also a great player nine catches Ooh. for 95 yards really impressive i mean the saints he's just big man you've got to realize that he's the guy they're going to go to he's every like time a tight he end, stepped but up he's and out made it a, happen he's wide out he's fast as hell but he's a he's he runs super great tall. routes he's yeah. smart i mean michael thomas is 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 definitely uh, next level kind of guy. Indeed. Uh, Zeke had 18 carries for 35 yards. He struggled, so shut him he? down. His longest carry of the night was only six yards. Uh, the the Saints did a great job. You've got to get more out of Amari Cooper. He had five catches for 48 yards. They were looking for him. I mean, it, they were, and he's got to get more than that. You, Absolutely. You've got to find other ways, creative ways to get him the ball. Your lead receiver can't be 48-year-old Jason, Jason Witten. Witten. Four catches for 50 yards. I'm sure like two yards after the carry because that's that's his special <laughs> and take. one fumble unfortunately, yeah and a fumble. Um, the Saints won the game though. You got to give them credit and and as a Cowboy, I'm uh, Zeke also lost a fumble too. Yeah, uh, I am I'm close to panic mode. Just want to let you know, one Dak loss. Threw, Dak threw a pick as well. And, Dak and looked good though. Dak, I thought he looked good. Dak's he, in command. Twenty two of thirty three for two thirty two twenty three. Uh, and a pick. He, he was throws great balls. Once. He's got good pocket presence. He knows when the pocket's collapsing. He gets the ball out just before people get to him a lot he of the really time. Is. He's a good player. That, man. There was two or three times where like he's letting go of the ball as people's hands are getting to him or as shoulder pads are hitting him. Um, he's quite good. Yeah, he is. Um, but the reason to panic is Green Bay comes to Dallas next week, and uh, we, we've seen that movie before. If well, the Cowboys... Who's sitting three and one and, and are a game up in the division? Uh, You'd hate to see him go on a two game losing streak, though. You sure would. With the Eagles looking to get right, uh, the worst thing that happened is is that last sack of the game. Uh, Cowboys offensive lineman, uh, Pro Bowler Tyron uh, Smith left that was tackle. The worst. He left the game in a walking boot. It looked like an ankle sprain. Jerry Jones knee. termed it a high ankle sprain. Okay. He was rolled on the final play of the game or the final drive. On a sack of Prescott, Prescott actually landed on his on his ankle as he is being sacked or whatever. Yeah, it's not good. And he's a good player, and the Cowboys. He's their best offensive, offensive lineman, lineman, isn't he? Well, they've got lots of good offensive linemen, but he's their best, right? He's the one they he's talk a about. Pro the Bowler, most. yeah. I mean, the left tackle is generally your your big star. Um, Cowboys still in a pretty good position in in the division, uh, but they're going to need to win next week. The Eagles they won lose last Green week Bay. versus it's, Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. That's that's going to be a big one. You can expect Tony Romo to be calling that game. Well, actually, it'll be an FC game. You can expect Troy Aikman there. Mm. Uh, 325 next week. So that's going to be a huge one for the Cowboys. Uh, the Saints improved to 3-1, and one, and, you, and you've got Teddy Two Gloves just keeping you afloat. I don't know who the Saints have next week. 
Uh, my computer has crapped the bed officially. It's the bed share of the week number two. Oh, no. Well, the Saints next week have uh, the the Buccaneers. So, at home. So, the Saints I'd could... say that's nice until they put up 55 points on the Yeah, and that's, that's, that's a division game. You never know. But they're in a position to be 3-0. and And then they go to the Jags. Anyway, we won't get into their whole schedule. But, uh, you know, you need to... If they can win three or four games before they get Drew back, they'll be in a good spot. Certainly. And uh, impressive win for the Saints at home, 12-10 to 10, uh, on Sunday night. As always, if you were betting this game and you had the Saints, you won because the Cowboys were a slight favorite in New Orleans. Uh, the good day for the books yesterday. There was more money spent on that Cowboys-Saints game than any other, and I would assume the Cowboys got most of the, the action. If you want to get in the action, you should go to mybookie.ag. Absolutely. Use promo code BDC, like backdoor cover. You'll get a deposit bonus. Again, I always say I don't know how long this is going to last, but now we're in week four of the NFL season, so this uh, larger deposit bonus might disappear. You bet you Usually deposit. Usually it goes down to like 50%. Yeah, like you week deposit 100, so. you have 200. You bet 1,000, or you put in 1,000, you have 2,000. You've got twice as much money to play with. That 100% deposit bonus is happening right now. So also you have to hit a rollover to you when you do this, you want to start betting now so that you can hit your rollover, cash out when you're ready to go. The earlier in the season you get it done, the better. Let's go. There you go. Mybookie.ag use promo code BDC. Uh the Monday night game, as we mentioned tonight, we'll talk about this for put a one minute on the clock, Brad. Okay. Bengals at Steelers, two oh and three teams. Bengals have looked pretty miserable after after week one where they looked okay in uh in Seattle, mm-hmm. but have been terrible Shitty since then. Seahawks are a fucking nightmare with a backup quarterback. Um, James Conner has been awful this year as a fantasy owner. I know this. He has 34 carries for 97 yards on the season, only one touchdown. Uh, perhaps he's not as good without Antonio Brown. Perhaps. The defense moving towards him and uh, ben, Bro- ben Roethlisberger handing him off and throwing it. A.J. Green's projected to be back in week seven, but that's still a couple weeks off. There's just nothing interesting about this game or nothing. either teams, really. And there's a there's a chance of rain, which is fun in Pittsburgh. I mean, I hope this is like a three to two game. I like the under. Uh, the over under is 45 on mybookie.ag. Pittsburgh is a three point favorite at home. So Vegas thinks these teams are even and they probably are. John Ross the third has come out and been a very, very, very good receiver. So with him and A.J. Green, they could be interesting in a couple weeks, but I mean, other than that, I just really can't like manufacture a, an interesting storyline for these teams. I'll take the Bengals to win tonight, um, straight up. I think they're better than the Steelers. I think Andy Dalton looks like Pittsburgh's a three-point favorite. Comes out, makes one play. Yep, over/under is forty-five. I like the under too. That seems reasonable. This could be ten to seven, especially if it's raining. This could this could be ugly. This is gonna be a terrible game. Do not watch this. <laughs> I'm probably gonna watch. Tonight's it. the night to tell your to your girlfriend or wife. Hey, let's uh let's watch one of the stupid shows that you like. Uh, I won't even watch Monday Night Football this week, so I can watch the Cowboys next week, mm-hmm. or whoever it is uh, on Monday Night next week. Look at there's you. actually a very good Thursday Night Football game this week. Is that right? Yeah, which is always a two surprise. in a row. Yeah, the Thursday Nighter this week is uh, if I can pull it up here. Blah 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 blah. Uh, why? I'm working on it as well. We have the Thursday nighter is Rams at Seahawks, which is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty That's good. A, it's a big division game in the NFC. West. At Seahawks makes it more interesting, I think. The Monday nighter next week is okay, too. Browns at 49ers. Hmm. 
49ers get a whole bye week and a sun and an extra day off. So they should be at full strength. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to next week. Let's look at some of the other interesting games. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bucks at Saints, mildly interesting. Didn't you say the Cowboys had a tough one? Titans and Bills. Redskins go. Redskins, Redskins hosts the Patriots. That, that line will be fun to watch. That could be 24 again. Um, Bears, Haskins Bears and Raiders in London. And Cowboys host the Packers. In we'll the go through window. them this week later on. Chiefs and Colts. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to the preview. So there's, there's some pretty good games to look forward to uh, next week. But just skip tonight. It's terrible. And we'll be back with college football preview later in the week as well. Uh, anything else we need to, to talk about, Brad? We Titan High is going to be doing a preview uh, for the playoffs here. MLB playoffs start this week, so there should be some good stuff there. And base, you baseball fans, keep an eye out. That's right. Stay tuned to this feed. I want to thank everybody for listening. Our, our yeah. listenership has grown steadily throughout the football season, so thank you for being a part of it. It always does, and, and we always thank you. tell a friend if you're looking for friends. Uh, if, you're, if, if you're talking to any friends about uh, what you listen to and if they're looking for a podcast, don't hesitate to uh, tell them about backdoor coverage. DM us your values. Call us in with your bets. We, we Let's get some gambling talk going here. We've got Mitch. He wants to engage with you guys. Like Let's get some conversations rolling. That's right. 800-392-6344. Call our hotline. I haven't listened to it, to him today, but I'm sure you guys have been calling. Call. Give us your takes. Tell us about your bad beats, your good victories, whatever it is. Uh, Join the parlay Everything party. but but your fantasy team. We don't care about that. 800-392-6344. Mitch Trubitsky, I, I didn't mention, he wasn't, it wasn't a uh, concussion. It was a left shoulder, shoulder injury. Yeah. Um, and we'll see what Which happens. Which is his non-throwing, at least. Yeah, I guess there, there's something to that. Um, that doesn't mean he won't be out for multiple weeks, but yeah, there we you have it. We don't know yet, but we'll probably find out more today. That concludes today's Backdoor Cover. Check out Mind of Micah. And uh, listen to me rant about mini golf. I think you'll enjoy it. Excellent episode today. Any other? Uh, that's it, and that's all, brother. Todd Gurley uh, came out and said that Thursday night games are quote the dumbest thing ever, and, and we all agree with with Todd Gurley. Uh, he likes to smoke weed on Thursdays, probably. He, I think he likes to smoke weed all the time. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah. Uh, no other major major news stories. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald moved to second on the all-time NFL reception list. He is a list, bad, bad, bad man. Trailing only Jerry Rice by still like a, th- a million catches. It's, well, well, it's like 230, but uh, he passed uh, Tony Gonzalez yesterday. Wow. Yeah, which is impressive. It's amazing how many balls Tony Gonzalez caught. And, uh, yeah, I'm just looking for other notes. I don't really have anything. Good week. The end of this podcast has been terrible. No, I thought it was been good. Shouts to... Um, Shouts to uh, Lisa. Well, Shouts Lisa, to, of course. My bookie. Yep. Always. Who else are you shouting out? Yeah, lisa.com slash BDC. This is a real ramble that you're going on here. Use uh, promo code BDC. And shouts to Dr. Mark Allen. I lost the bet to you. I owe you a beer. Uh, congrats to the Saints. All right, Brad, let's get up and out of here. It's been a good day. We'll be back later this week. Check it out. Share it with a friend. Have a great week, you guys. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>